Hello there, people of the world where computers, TVs, and other such things that play podcasts and the like. I'm your autistic guy, and sitting next to me as per Good old Scarface himself, the Somali John. Black Nostradamus here, ready to enlighten you once again. Wagwan, bitches. Uh, Wagwan, indeed. Um, and by the way, I will say today, there will be another prediction. I've got a prediction. Oh, I got one too. But before we go into that, I think we need to. I think it's because it's kind of relevant to us. Yes. Um, to those of you in America who are doing the autism speech walk, or walk for autism speech, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, there are. There's got. That's not the only autism charity in America, surely. And we all I'd know. I hope not. I fucking hope not. But we all know. We all know what they're what they're responsible for. If you and if you don't know and you think, hey, I'm helping a charity out, get off your ass and do some fucking research. Like yeah. they're known for they've known for eugenics. They have claimed that there is a cure for autism, which there isn't. Yeah, definitely. If, if there was, we would have had it by now. Let's yeah, be basically. Honest. And they have also been, as far as I've seen, they are basically trying to use a circular. Um, what's it called? What's it called? We have cause effect. Solution, and then it goes around in a circle. I forget what they call it, but um, uh, but basically, no, they keep like, basically they keep making <coughs> it like you need them, so you will always need them regardless. It's a bit clingy. They're bastards. Yeah. But um, if you have done anything to do anything with them, fucking shame on you. No, no. I, let's rephrase that. If you knowingly, knowingly. <laughs> Okay, if you knowingly did something for them. Yes. If you knowingly did... But if you did the walk for them, you knowingly knew what you were doing. Not completely. That's like saying I did a walk for the BNP, not knowing what I was doing. You marched for Brexit. You didn't know what you were doing. Fuck you. Like... Let's be, no, okay, okay. Let's be honest. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, just as a thing. Um... If you want to do an autism charity... Autism charity... Do some fucking research and don't do it with um, autism speaks. There's a reason why we despise, we, we in the autistic community despise them. Yeah, yeah. And I think before we do, there is one more thing. And there's a reason why the podcast has existed in the past two weeks. And it's really very simple because to be honest with you, because yeah, obviously the way we do our podcast, right, like we, we come to one place to get it recorded, but we live in two different parts of town. And we've had... Well, we've already brought this up before, but basically there were tube strikes. There yeah. were tube strikes up the wazoo. Yeah, but it wasn't just that. It's like, it's a case where there was a point in time where I kind of got sick. Basically, yeah. It, it wasn't COVID, luckily. Yeah. Which I'm happy, but it was really bad to the point I was buried. I was like, yeah, I didn't even know what it was. No, I, I get that. Like, so, it was, it was a, basically, he was, a, he was in bed and couldn't get here. Yeah, so it was one of those things where... He was fucked. Yeah, so, but luckily, once I got better, I was like, okay, we're gonna do the podcast, just get it done. Which is. And thank fuck you are. And, and we wouldn't have done it much earlier if it wasn't for the goddamn tube strikes. <laughs> this is the thing, we've had it over here in Blind. We, 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 we've had a lot of tube strikes. Not just that, but it's not just been the, it's not just been the tube, it's been all over the country. Yeah. But just, but but just the, clarify, um, on my part, apologies. But it's the, on what, my was part. It, what was it, the, uh, yeah. the RMT union? Yeah. They've been going, they've been doing strikes like the wazoo, up the wazoo. And the thing, the thing here is, I'm not going to sit here and say, he's right or wrong here, but what, you're at 60, over 60 grand a year. 
to sit on your ass and drive a train. You really need to have a hissy fit considering there are people who are starving. In theory, your argument carries weight, but then you'd have to address the other thing, which is why are so many industries in the UK going on strike? Because they're going on about, because they're going on about um, they're going on about wages going up with inflation. Well, it's not just that; it's the fact that we've never have, well in the UK we've never seen anything like this. But like, have you this, noticed? This, this, but, but this is a little different. We've had it, lawyers go on strike. We've had no, barristers. Go on strike. It was barristers. Ba- not, barristers go it was on barristers, strike. Barristers, not lawyers. Yeah, but, no, actually, no, we've had barristers go on strike. We got nurses going on strike. We got the RMT. No, the, no, no, nurses haven't yet. They voted to go on strike. Oh, they vo- don't know where. They're voting. There you go. So we've got all these industries all planning to go on strike, and apparently there could be more. My thing with nurses... Like, this is this is bad. My thing with nurses, I'm not going to say yay or nay yet, but the only thing I have basically fought for them for, I've, I've always agreed with, is they deserve free parking when they have to go to work. Well, yeah. Have you... Have you, you know, like, I don't no, know no, you no, know. No, 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 they get charged, especially... They get fucked... Over yeah. here in the UK, if you go to a hospital and you're a nurse, you have to pay for parking. I mean... Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Not just ridiculous, it's fucked up. Yeah. Because the thing is, you've seen how much uh, how much NHS parking is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you have to park there because you work there, that's basically scummy. Yeah. But the other thing is, with NHS hospitals, they, um, they what's the word, uh, outsource their parking anyway. Yeah. So they could have quietly just called the company and said, here's this number plate, don't charge it. Yes. Because they work here. Yeah. It's really that simple. And then if they and if they do mistakenly charge them, they call up the company, say, "Hey, I work here. Can you please cancel this ticket?" Yeah, job it, done. Like even when they were getting shit for what was happening during the pandemic, foreign NHS employees didn't weren't even entitled to those things. And the first, they, they were like, "We're not giving them to you, even though you are working during a pandemic." To Help be fair, none out. of to be fair, none of them got them to begin with. Pardon? A lot of them didn't get no, them. No, but it was like a case of. We were entitled to this. You weren't giving us that end, and you're still not giving it to us now during a pandemic. While we're trying to save lives, I'm not disagreeing. And it, I... it, it's kind of a bit shitty. Oh, speaking of speaking of the pandemic, yeah. Uh, what we, we're gonna go on to this on Wednesday, but <laughs> oh god, yes. No, no. I, I, I'm gonna say this right now. This has brought so much joy to my life. It's brought so much joy to my fucking life, but I still haven't seen it yet. Yes. Look, this is easily, in my honest opinion, one of the greatest things to ever appear on British reality TV. Matt Hancock is on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Now, I'm going to simplify it for anyone who's a foreign listener to this. Matt Hancock is the guy who's the health secretary during the pandemic and basically fucked us over to a point where we had to then sit back and deal with the fact that we couldn't see our loved ones for long periods of time. And he was basically forced to be kicked out of of the government because he basically put rules in place that we all had to follow, but he seemed to refuse to follow himself because he wanted to see his mistress. And now he gets to be in the jungle and everyone is voting for him to be punished. On 400k. Yeah. Now, there are two important things to mention here, which is... You know, why I'm, caught, I'm just referring to him as cock from now on. One, he, so you know, his, so you know, he, people he knew had shares in the, um, what's it called? They had shares in the companies that were making masks and stuff like that or importing them. Yeah. 
And then when it happened, he said, he was Oh, I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about it. You had interest in it. You try to get mates rates. <laughs> basically. That's basically what he but, was doing. But, yeah. not just, but not just that. He said, he, Sorry, I know I'm breathing a little bit. Sorry. He said, and something along the lines of no inter, inter house mixing. Yeah. Inter, what was it? Inter household mixing or something like that? Yeah. And then he's having sex with his mistress. Yeah. As you'd said. Yes. Exactly. And that is the thing about all of it. And now the best but, part, but the best part is, is the fact that ever since he's been on the show, before he you has do, done every single trial. But there is one extra thing to add to this. He said, and I only, again, social media, he said, oh, that's guidance, not law. Yeah. This came out, it came out as a thing on social media when he was in the jungle. He said, oh, it was, gui- it was his own guidance, not the law. And I, what going, I know everyone's like, what are you talking about? That's like, that's like saying, oh, it's guidance not to have sex with, some, with this person, but I might get an STD. Oh, it's, it's guidance, but hey, I, I, I just got this STD. Why, how, what's it matter? Yes, yes, I don't think you should have sex with this person who's got an STD. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It is pretty stupid. But here's the beauty about all of this. I, but, I, I'm going to be honest with Matt Hancock when I say this. But, this right here, if we're actually being honest, let's put our personal feelings to the side for a minute and let's look at this honestly. This was an act of pure genius. Given the fact, though, he's also done SAS Who Dares Wins and this is, before you say it's genius, this is something else that's important. He, again, this is all through social media, so I, I, we're going to go into this properly once we've once caught up with it. Yes. But, one, he's lied. And we see, and I know he's lied. We we know he's lied. Yes. No, on the show because a clip came out of him talking to I think it was Chris Moyles about um about what happened with the pande- about what happened with the pandemic, and it was clearly a lie. Yeah. Given the fact that he is on, he is listed on the World Economic Forum's I think it's global leaders. Yeah. We know he's part of it. So everything he's done. This is the thing. If I was in there, there were three things I would have done. A, I would have grabbed hold of him. Threw him into the Bush Telegraph, and I, w- I don't, and I don't care if I get thrown out for this because I would have. A lot of people probably would have cheered me on, and basically said they wanted me to stay. I would have thrown him into the Bush Telegraph, and I would have just said one thing. I'm going. If I know, I'm going to ask you two questions. One: Do you have any remorse for anything that you've done, given the fact that you've basically fucked over a load of people? Bearing in mind, as a, as we explained, like, neither of us could go and see our relatives when we when they were dying. Yeah. The fact that we, the fact that we couldn't do that yet, he's having sex with his mistress. No, 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 no. I, I could, to be fair. Well, you could, but I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I could. But whether he actually has any remorse whatsoever, remorse whatsoever, because you can see it in his eyes. I don't think he does. And two, how much of this was him, and how much of this was Mind Schwab? Who's Mind Schwab in this situation? You, Klaus Schwab. The, world, the leader of the world... Okay, we're going to have to go through this this time, but the leader of the World Economic Forum. Okay. The German who is basically trying to run the world. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we'll go into this another... Oh, we'll go into boy. this properly another time, but... Uh, anyway. Yeah, at least I now know where your hatred for the World Economic Forum comes from. <laughs> No, this is the guy who wants us to eat the boogs. <laughs> so you're hearing it right here. What, that I'm not going to eat the boogs? No, we know why you hate them now. 
I've already mentioned it several times over. Yeah. Why are you surprised? No, 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 no. You always mention that you hate them, but you don't specify why. Now we know. German. But he's a cunt. <laughs> anyway. Okay, let me make this very clear. But not anyway, every German in a leadership position is going to end up being a Nazi and putting your people in concentration camps. No, but this guy is. That is your this opinion. is the guy responsible for Davos every fucking week where he goes on about he's a guy that goes on about oh climate change oh this oh that oh this oh that and then puts up a, and then they have a city that's a, a town that's basically built up for a week and then demolished and they all come in on private jets do you not see a bit of hypocrisy there? no that, that is hypocritical it's not just that. It's like, you know what's going to happen. When it happens, it'll be it'll be not your, one rule for thee, but not for me. Anyway. It um, already is, though. Like I said, Hail Swab. Anyway. Ha! Ah. Anyway. But like, that, you know what's going to happen? He's going to be on the screen like it was in 1984. Yeah. We're all going to have to sit. We're going to have our two minutes of hate for anyone who disagrees with him. But anyway, back to Amos Levery. We'll go into that yeah, properly but, on, my, on but Wednesday. I'm going to say, just for a minute, because the Matt Hancock thing, it did get a lot of attention. But here's the thing. About, He's coming up with a book. That's I, why. I know. But it's not just that, though. But it's the fact that I'm going to be honest when I say this. Like when I said it was an actor genius. Let's think about it. Matt Hancock, You even if he... Sorry, let's call him by his name. Cock. Okay, we'll call him Cock for the sake of this conversation. No, we're call, I'm calling him Cock from now on because that's all, what he basically is. I, 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 I can't... And it's technically his name, so it's not like... Well, yeah. It's not like I'm calling him. It's not like I'm making up names. His name is Cock. Vakok. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, here's the thing with Matt Hancock. It is this. It is the fact that Matt Hancock is at like even if he, whether he feels remorseful or not, we will never really know. But here's the thing. No, you can tell. Like you can tell looking at him. But here's the thing with Matt Hancock is this: is the fact that he knows what the public think about him. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He's, no, we all know how far removed no, he is. No, 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 but he, he's aware in this situation. And I think in an environment like that, he's going to know whether he wants to or not. Like I said, like I said, and I'm, I'm going to say this again, this is from social media. Thank fuck Boy George is there telling him to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, Boy George does not like... If Boy George gets his way, and let's be honest, it's only a matter of time before he pisses him off so much, he ties him up and beats the shit out of him. There was also news, apparently, of him being, uh, about him being stung by a scorpion as well. Yeah, he got stunned. He got stunned of a scorpion, chased out by snakes, falling out of chairs. As we all know. It's a shame it didn't put him out of action. <laughs> Again, just to make it clear, I'm not hoping anyone gets hurt. Yeah. Just that he's out of action for a day or two so we can at least enjoy the show. Yeah, but anyway, as I was going to say... Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but here's the thing. We put all our personal feelings to the side of it for a minute. And we got to like he knows what people think about him. There's no way he's going to go on either celebrity without knowing what the public really think about him. And and the fact that he's like, you know what? We're in a climate where a lot of people right now are getting leaders that they don't ask for. At a time where they have a lot of resentment towards Matt Hancock, and he's going to capitalise off it by giving the British public an opportunity to punish him every single night. This is genius. You can say what you want about the guy. This was a brilliant move. And you know what? I'm going to say something right now that's about to actually scare you. Me or generally? Generally. Get ready for this. Uh, hold on. You and Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I think this is appropriate. 
I actually think Matt Hancock might win I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> I think he might. I think here's what I think will happen. I think the public will keep him in for as long as they can just to keep fucking with him. Well, well remember, and, when and everybody gets voted out, we don't choose who gets voted. We no, don't choose who does the trials. No, 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 no. We do get to choose who does the trials. Not when they're voted out. No, no, no. But the thing is, he's going to stay in the whole time until the final. And then I think because of the amount of shit he goes through, the public will go, you know what? You've heard this. We may not like you, but you earned this. Remember, we're the same country that had Gary Busey win Celebrity Big Brother. Would you really put it past us to put Matt Hancock as the winner? Well, do you want to know what the current odds are for him to win? Go on. Well, give me a minute. I've got to look it up. Like, but like I said, we'll, we'll go into I'm a Celebrity properly on Wednesday. But, but, um, I, I know, but what do you think here in that, honestly? I'm surprised. I mean, we all hate the Tories for extent. For that reason, I doubt... Oh, you used to like him. <laughs> I never used to like him. I said they were the best of a bad situation. Ha! <laughs> uh, no, you voted for them. I know, I know. Hold on. I could come in... Go on. What are the odds of Matt Hancock winning? Go on. So, from the beginning. Yes. February 2022. Bear in mind, these are from Coral. Yes. For those, of you who don't, for those of you who don't know, there's a betting shop over here in Blighty. Yeah. So, at the top... Is Jill Scott. That, you know, that doesn't surprise me. The Lioness. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tindall yes. is at 11 to 4. Chris Moyles is at 20 to 1. Oh, I'll say this. It's the first time I... After when I saw a picture of him, for the, you normally do the intro video. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, he's gone thin. You just noticing that now? I don't listen to Radio X. For I, you? I haven't listened to much of his stuff. I'm just saying kudos to him for getting so thin. Yeah. Yeah, kudos. Yeah, um, good for him, yeah. Yeah, kudos to him. Uh, Bubba Tundi, uh, I can't pronounce Alishi. Alishi? I actually haven't bothered to look at the last name. But anyway, um, but the guy who does, the other guys with Mo Gilligan is at 16 to 1. And the cock is at 6 to 1. Go on, cock! Uh, Boy George is at 25 to 1. <laughs> Sean Walsh, the guy who fucked up in Strictly. Yeah. It's at 33 to 1. Sue Cleaver is at 33 to 1. Coronation Street. That's a question. How many trials has she actually been put up for? Because I thought, because she's, if I'm correct, she's diabetic, isn't she? She's not going to be put up for that many. I mean, I mean, she's, I think she's avoided down near everyone. I think. No, no, because she's diabetic, she's got a patch on her back, on the back of her arm. Yeah. So I'm assuming she's not going to be put in water trials. Yeah. And there are things here and there she may be put out of because you know diabetes. Yeah. Not because she has diabetes, but that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Patching. Uh, Owen is at six, Owen Warner is at six to one. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, no, that's at one. I can't back to that again. And uh, come on, load. There we go. Uh, Scarlett is at sixty-six to one, and Charlene is at one hundred to one. Wow, Charlene's at a hundred. Wow. Would you like to know who's at, who's up for first li- first elimination? Come on, it's not going to be the cock. Charlene's at six to five. Scarlett Douglas is at seven to two. Uh, the cock is at five to one. It's too clean. Really, really, the cock is at five to one. Yep, he's gonna be first out. He can't be the first out. You, I'm sorry. No, remember, it's a betting I, shop. I never said it's gonna. I never said that's gonna I, happen. I, I know. I hope to God. Like you, you want to know something? And I've noticed this. The nation has come together to punish Matt Hancock. 
Like, think about it. There are so many things that have I mean, divided us up. Some people vote Labour. Some people vote Conservative. Some people vote for Brexit. Some people did. A football tournament couldn't even bring us together. The last time we had a final, black people got racially abused. Oh, don't worry. The next one, all the gays are going to get abused. Yeah. God, it's your turn. <laughs> all I'm going to say is just a quick thing. I'm going to give it a day. I'm going to give it a day before in the news they say somebody in the, the alphabet soup's hurt. Yeah, yeah. We'll, Again. We'll give it a day. Again, though, just to clarify, we're not condoning this. We are, we are not condoning We're not condoning it. anyone getting hurt. It's just the fact that it's in Qatar yes. and you know what's yes. going to happen. But you, you don't know or that. someone drunk's going to yeah. get hurt. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's the fact that something like this, there are so many people who are watching I'm a Celebrity just to punish Matt Hancock. You have to, even my younger sister, who's not watched it in years, she's voted, even when she's not watching the show, well, vote just, just to put him through every single time. Like, we've never seen anything like this on well, reality TV. Well, to be fair. In the UK. We've never seen this. Well, there was a, what's her name, last time, wasn't there? Yeah, but she wasn't a sitting, but there, were, but there was never been a sitting politician uh, <laughs> go on a reality show. Uh, apparently, they've also been threatened with Ofcom. What if they put him through one more trial? Uh, no, it's because he, it's because of how much he's made here and the fact that they put him on there to begin with. So punish them again. I'm not Why gonna, are they trying to be killjoys? I'm not going to. Why? Just for clarity, this is great. Let the bad suffer. Again, I'm not. I'm not going to name the person. I'm just going to read the tweet. I mean, if you want to find it, you can the, find it. The so. idea that this man refused so, people to see their loved ones, see their parents and their grandparents, and we get to give him the karmic justice of telling him to eat a camel's dick is kind oh, yeah, of... So, wait, hold on. Did he actually eat a camel's dick? I'm not going to tell you. You haven't watched it. No, I, I know it was going to be a penis of some kind. I just didn't know if it was camel. Watch it and find out. You haven't watched it, so I'm not going to okay. ruin it. Uh, so, one of the tweets, uh, Ofcom allowing... I'm a celeb to host a disgraced former health minister and pay him a fortune to appear is a shocking lack of judgment. Bear in mind, he has also lost his whip. Ha! Yeah, he lost the whip. He, uh, just for those of you who don't know, the whip is, if I'm correct, the whip is <laughs> basically your place in Parliament, right? Yeah. Yeah, he lost his place in Parliament. I think he's still an MP, but he lost his place. Um, it's a shocking lack of judgment. Many people have been sickened, and to see him laughing and joking without in deck is an insult to those who died and to his family. No! This is karmic revenge! Hold on. Somebody else asked, Ofcom, why are you allowing Tories to have excess, excessive airtime peddling the narrative under the guise of a reality slash game show? Aren't there rules about this? Um, oh I'm, my god! Again, I'm not going to sit here, I'm not sitting here whether it's right or wrong. All I'm going to say is, we had this a couple of years ago with, um, oh shit, I can't remember her name, Nadine Doris. Yeah, but she wasn't a sitting MP at the yeah, time. Yes, she was. She wasn't. Yes, she was. She wasn't a sitting MP. Yes, she MP. was. She, she was a sitting MP at the time. She was not a sitting yes, MP. She was. She wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. Right, let me double check. We're not going to turn this into a goddamn pantomime. I'm a sure. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm sure. There you go. Apologizes to MPs over I'm a celebrity. She was in it. There you go. But was she a sitting MP? Yes. Not former MP or anything like that. Was she a sitting MP at the time? Did she have a constituency to serve? Yes, she was. Well, okay. Hold on. What's Nadine Doris? I'm going to check this, but I'm sure she was. MP. Hey, there you go. She got suspended. 
she she was suspended by the party, but that doesn't confirm she was a sitting MP. She was a sitting MP. She's taken the time off from Parliament to be a contestant. All right, yeah, she was a sitting MP. As I told you. So Matt Hancock is the second whatever. So yeah. we have, but still. Although having said that, she did also beat a kangaroo's penis. So. Ha. You know, I'm just saying. Lovely. I'm just saying, as a point. Yeah, but I'm like, come on, people. Like, take the opportunity that's in front of you here to humiliate this man. Take it. Why, why are we ruining this for ourselves? We don't get an opportunity. We don't get these opportunities. Yes. Much. And when we get them, we take them. And we make them suffer. Matt Hancock must suffer. That should be the new slogan. Matt Hancock must suffer. That's it. I don't care how he suffers. He has to suffer. And we've got an opportunity to make that happen. So, for Father God, I'm saying this to the whole nation of the UK. Keep Matt Hancock in the jungle just so we can fuck with this man more. I would, it, he deserves just, it. Like I said, when we start voting people out, he won't be doing the trials. What? When we are voting to keep people... I think when we are voting for who we want to leave or who we want to stay, he won't be doing the trials because when we do the vote to decide who leaves or stays, they choose who does the trial. So when that happens, get them the fuck out of there. No. No, 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 no. You know what the, You know what they need to do? They need to do something unprecedented. They need to actually go up to these contestants and say, we will pay you more money to say Matt Hancock should do the trials. Keep this shit going. Keep the street going. Matt Hancock must suffer. He must suffer. That's it. Speaking of people suffering, what do we know why Olivia Atwood left? I know why, but I'm not going to say. Because the rumour going around was apparently she ate a, she ate a, uh, she ate a shrimp on a, on a plate. I'm not going to say why. I know okay. why. Because I'm not going to give it away for you. Okay, all I'm going to say is, again, this is... I just want to clarify, I really haven't seen this yet. This is all through social media tit-a-tattle. Yeah. Because... I was waiting to see it, and then someone told me they'd already seen it. Um, For the record, he's referencing me. Anyway. What I was going to say was, uh, you know at the beginning when they all meet each other, they normally have like a platter of food. I, I am not giving away a goddamn thing. No, I'm talking about when they meet each other for the first time, yeah. when they're in the luxury, wherever it is, they normally meet, there's normally like a food spread or something. Yeah. There was apparently a sh- uh, some shrimp on the top that had been sitting there for a while. Yeah. And apparently she got queasy or something for it. Like, if I saw that, I wouldn't have eaten it. Yeah. But then again, I'm not stupid. Um, nor... But, anyway. Move, but we'll go into it properly on To Wednesday. be honest, that's sort of debatable. I don't like shellfish. But... No, it's about the stupid part. Ah. But... Ah! Okay, anyway. We'll go into that properly on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, the other thing... So... Keep what, him in! Keep him in! Next on the agenda is Jimmy Carr Destroys Art. We actually watched it. We said we would watch it, and we watched it. And I will say right now, before you give your opinion, because I can see a tirade coming, I'm going to say my piece I can't piece remember now. the art pieces, that's all. And I'm I, just going to give I, a general... I'm, I'm going to say my piece on it now, because again, go on, go I, go. I can see the storm brewing. All I will say about Jimmy Carr Destroys Art, it didn't deserve... In my, and this is just my opinion... I don't think it deserved the headlines that it got. Like, I looked at the way the show was, and I will say this. It was, for the most part, very well done. And it's one of those things where it really was 
fitted with Channel 4 in terms of being experimental and actually bring, having people be involved. Like, there were times where, where he's like, do you want to destroy this painting or do you want to destroy this piece of artwork? And he would actually have conversations with people and actually ask their opinion and actually figure it out. And, and, and you have, and there'll be times where you'd be like, if you want to take a second look, take a second look. Like, it actually felt like people were actually having real conversations rather than just... This is true. People were genuinely yeah, having a discussion. Like, it, it wasn't just like, I'm going to destroy shit for the sake of it. And I have to... That was the first impression. And I, I have to give them that. Like, it was very well done. And I'm... Well, like, but, but, you know, go ahead, like... Oh, no, no, I didn't declare... Oh, I, I, yeah. I was going to say, there were three things I want to bring up here. One is that... And I said this at the beginning. I thought it was going to be a bait and switch. Where it was going to be, we're going to bring them up, but not actually destroy the art. It was just supposed to be a... Um, yeah. It was supposed to make a point. Yeah. But they destroyed them. It is kind of bizarre, though, that Rolf Harris beat up Eric, uh, beat Eric Gill to survive. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Um, but I will say this. Not there, say, not say. Indeed. But it does annoy me that there was no option to not destroy either. They had to destroy one. Which annoyed me a bit. Like, if you were in a position where you didn't want to destroy any... I mean, the whole premise of the show is Jimmy Carr destroys art. No, if, if, if he destroys nothing, what's the point? But you're the one deciding what gets destroyed as the audience member. If you don't want to see it get destroyed because you like... You, you know, there should be an option. The second thing is that... Bear in mind, this was right at the very beginning. Where else have... I've never seen any colour footage of Hitler... Yeah. That's... I'm not being pedantic here. If you watch, they have colour footage of Hitler. That's just weird. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I saw that too, but I'm like, this is Channel 4. Remember, when they did the footage for the World Cup But that wasn't in, in black and white. But that wasn't in black and white. That was just remastered. No, I think it was in black and white, the World Cup. No, but it wasn't. It was remastered. No, no, no. It was remastered into colour footage for the first time ever. I don't... Th yeah, that was... Yeah, that was the World Cup. I don't think they had the... Yeah, but at the same time, they actually... I don't think Channel 4 would have given them the budget to make this cover. I don't know. Channel 4, they do strange... Remember, this is the same network that gives us naked attraction. I don't put anything past them. I'm just saying as a, I'm just saying as a point, I've yeah. never seen colour footage of Hitler. That's a first. I'll give you that. It you is know, very unique. Just as a point. To see the high or live in living colour. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, there was a picture that was allegedly drawn by Hitler. Yeah. And it got shredded a la Banksy. Yeah. With chainsaws. But here's the thing. I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong. That's your decision. Okay. I don't think... I don't. I think if you really don't want to see something, don't look at it. But if you don't... If anything, it should still be preserved. Because, like I said before, take the hay... I'm going to use the hay wine as an example. Yeah, it's supposed to be a... A glimpse into the into that into that time period, right? Right. What if, as a hypothetical, someone did very much. This is nineteen forties. What nineteen forties, right? Someone did graphic drawings of oh, I don't know what happened in the gas chambers or in the ovens. Would you still destroy it because it's gro because it's grotesque? You wouldn't, would you? Because it is still a historical. Um, 
it is a point in history and it's been made um you know what i'm trying to say i'm trying to think of the right words it's a glimpse into that time period but it is also a physical mark to show this is it because i, th- I think about it and i go and, and this is the thing i'm what... talking about somebody making it dead not now yeah but at the same time i do sit back and go we don't need every form of artwork to document every little thing. Like, there are other ways that... And the thing is, if we preserve every little thing, we have to then ask the question, where is the cutoff point? Because I know, for example... Well, who are you to decide what we keep and who what no, we no, don't but, keep? But exactly. But then at the same time, you you yourself many times have had gripes with the tape modern and the way they do things. I'm not... If we're going to go by that logic of, I don't like a piece of art and I could go and destroy it, then I could go into the tape modern with a pitchfork and burn the place to the ground. I'm obviously not going... I just want to make it clear. I'm not advocating it and I'm not going to. But you can see my point. Yeah, but I'm, I, all I, my only point here is if we present every little thing, where is then the cutoff point? Because that is the question we then have to okay. ask. What if... Because, like, for example, let's say if I drink a can of Coke and I drink that can of Coke and I finish it, can I then call that art? Because technically speaking... Okay, but do no, you, I, but see your, I see your point. Do you see what I mean here? But the thing is, if art is decided by the majority, we're then going to get to a point that, as I just said, let's say hypothetically the BNP got into Parliament. Right. You know, let's hope to God it doesn't happen, but let's say it's a hypothetical, the BNP, for those of you who don't know, the British National Party, the racists in the UK. Yes. Got into Parliament. What they said... All art, everything done by anyone who isn't a straight, who isn't white, white and British, we're going to destroy. Wait, wait, you know, are we going to sit there and go, oh, that's fine because the what? Because everybody, because the majority think it's fine. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but then again, you you then have to ask the question: What are they defining as art? Again, I'm not. But, but, great, you, but, but, but yeah, do you see what I mean? Because I'm not just talking... Because by your own logic, it's not just about that. Oh, no, no, I, I understand. It's what they class as art. That's what I li- mean here. I see your point. I'm just saying that sometimes majority isn't... Sometimes majority rules isn't the best way of doing it. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's false. Like I said, there are different... Um, What's the word? Not schisms, different um, situations. But anyway. Yeah, but I, I will also say, and I, and I want to make this point clear, when it came down to the Hitler painting, when we were watching the show, I'm going to say it now. You I, laughed. No, I, I laughed a little bit. No, you laughed as it went down. I'm not saying this as a thing. He, he, he laughed as it went down, as it, went, as it got painted. Yeah. Because it, it was the initial shock of it. it was yeah, like, but this is the other thing. But, but the other part about it is, it's the fact that, I'm going to be honest when I say this, I was okay with the Hitler painting getting destroyed. And I'll tell you why I was okay with it. Because at the end of the day, we can say what we want about, oh, we want to preserve it. Here's the thing that we have to consider with this stuff. The whole point of these, like, these pieces of art existing is the fact that you want people to go over it and see them. But the bearing in mind this the bearing in mind with this though that Picasso survived. Yeah, that that was interesting. Which they um basically had different ways of destroying art pieces. So the yes. first one was a flamethrower. Yeah. The second the second one was hit with paintballs. Yep. Third one was thrown off a was thrown off a off a balcony. Yeah. By Jimmy. That that was that was the Rachel Dollazar for the record. That was it, yeah the Dollazon. Yeah. And the the Banksy got shredded. 
Alabanks, uh, not sorry, not the Banksy. The Hitler got shredded Alabanks, shredded Alabanksy, yeah. and the Picasso, if it went, was going to be just have a ton drop, have a weight dropped on it. Yeah. But this was if you wanted it, cut, if you wanted it destroyed, you cut the cut the rope. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, as I was saying, the reason why I was okay with it is because the thing you have to consider with the Hitler painting is about the whole point of paintings is if you're going to end up preserving them, you at least, if you're like an art gallery and you're paying money for a lot of these paintings, you want people to go there and see them, right? That is literally the point of an art museum. If you're in another country, maybe. Here, not so much, because remember, they're all lottery funded. No, all, not all of them, man. Are they all lottery? Are, are either lottery funded or, or they get subsidies? One of the same. No, no, no. A lot. I don't think a lot of them actually are lottery funded. I don't think they are. Hmm. Because Just, they have to pay for the paintings a lot of the time. This is true. Just so you know, over here, a lot of arts and crafts and stuff, a lot of arts and stuff get lottery funding. I think that's maybe like up and coming artists, but I don't think it's like that applies to. I'm talking about the like galleries. This. Yeah. Like if you look on it, some of them actually say lottery I'm, funded. I, I think that's like more independent artists, I think. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, the reason why I was somewhat okay, because if you're an art gallery, it's a double edged sword if you have a Hitler painting in your gallery. Because number one, Hitler is in a position where. Let's be completely honest. We have magna like I'm trying to find the right word here, but you've mentioned it many times. Curb thinking, yes. And there's been a huge figure with that when it comes to Hitler. When when they will say Hitler's like done like is arguably the worst at what he did. When you can argue there are people who have done worse. Genghis Khan, for example. Yes, but the thing is, there's been so much attention on Hitler. If you have a yes. Hitler painted in your gallery. Most of the time, people cannot look past the artist. It, and, this is and, the problem. And maybe that's down to society and we can argue that more. But because of... this is, the, I, have a, I, have a, I, have a, I have a theory about that. Wait, before you do, let me finish. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, go no, on. No, but I wanna, uh, the point I'm going to make here is, is the fact that if you're an art gallery and you pay money to have a Hitler painting and a lot of people are like, we ain't going to come to your gallery if that is there, that's going to be a bit of an issue because you've just wasted your money. And it's almost, and that's where the issue lies here. If you want art, so it's almost like, why have it exist if there's no benefit to it at all? If no one wants to see it. But who decides Who decides what, whether you want to see it or not? Yes, but that's the point. But if you're an art gallery, you're going to want people to come to your gallery if you're paying money for these paintings. I can't disagree. Like that, that's a given. It's different when you're just going to the gallery. Then, then we can have if you're that doing conversation. An exhibi- if you're doing an exhibition, I can understand. But if you're not, and it's just a piece of art, no, it, it's it's up to you if you want to see it. But but you see what I mean here? No, I understand. But, it, but it, I, I it, have a theory it, about it, it. But it's like when we talk about it's like when people talk about Ukraine, and it's like you talk about Ukraine, and it's like we magnify it to such an effect. But there are other part things that go on in other parts of the world that don't get that same attention, but we give this so much attention, and that's how I look when it comes to Hitler. I have a theory. So my theory with that. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I know. My theory yeah. with that is the social media bubble, in that. Uh oh, here comes the the pre boomer rant. I'm not giving a pre boomer rant. You know the thing I said. About <laughs> no, but it's like. Back, a, please don't tell me you're gonna do a back in my day speech. No, I'm not. I was gonna say about curve. <laughs> thi- no, I was gonna say about curve thinking. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll be serious for a minute. Go ahead. So when you have a so when you have an opinion, yeah, or if you put something up and it gains traction, yeah. So let's take. I'm just going to use it as an example. Let's take BLM. Okay. When it first happened, 
And this is before all the new stuff. Yeah. It started picking up traction. Yeah. Then it got picked up by the news. Then it went on from there. When you have... When you have... And again, I'm not talking about being and being right or wrong. I'm just talking about the way things manifest themselves. Yeah. In the way people think. When something gains traction, then it becomes public uh, public discourse. And then when it becomes public discourse, then it gets more um, amplified. Does, does that make sense? No, so, yeah. So, like, let's say hypothetically the... Um, Let's say let's say hashtag BLM, okay? And again, I'm not talking about it's right or wrong. I'm just using it as a prominent, a big thing. When that started, it went up like that. It went it went massive within about a day or two, because people were. Um, I'm not going to say hooked. I'm saying people were. When one person starts sharing it, then another person starts sharing it, then it. Then it sort of snowballs. Yeah, but the does pro- that make sense? No, but the problem you have here because a lot of the people who have an issue with BLM. I'm not talking about BLM. I'm talking about the way I'm just no, using. I'm just using that. I'm just saying. I'm using it just as a prominent hashtag. No, no, saying, no, no, no. I, I'm not disagree. I'm not okay. I am actually disagreeing with the point, and the only reason why I'm disagreeing with it. I'm not again. I would make it very clear. This isn't about BLM. I'm just using it as no, a prominent. No, no, I'm just but, using it as a prominent no, hashtag. I, I, I'm saying the reason why I don't think that point applies because most of the people who have an issue with with BLM in any capacity, no, probably, separate probably B- don't use social media. No, no, separate BLM from what I'm saying. I'm not talking about BLM. I'm not talking about the movement. Okay. I'm just using it as a. I'm just using it as a generic hashtag, so people can just sort of follow with me. You see what I mean? I, I get it. So it, people can follow what I'm saying. I, I, I get so, it, but the issue I have is you're picking a hashtag that, let's be honest, most people who have an issue with it, I'm not talking about again. This is about counter it. No, again, this isn't about the movement. I'm talking about things snowballing and the way it becomes public consciousness. Yeah, but again, if, if, if it's going to become like in public consciousness, it's not going to be through social media because a lot of the people who have an issue with BLM, a lot of them don't use social media. No, 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 no. Because let's be honest, a lot of them, and I'm going to be honest, no, you're missing, are old and white. You're missing what I'm saying. Let, let's be completely no, honest. No, 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 you're missing the, you're missing the point, are, of, you're missing the point yeah. of what I'm saying here. I am not talking about, this isn't about BLM, this isn't about whether it's right or wrong. Like a lot of them will look at traditional platforms, they won't actually no. look at... But what I'm saying is, when it takes traction, again, let me, like I said, when it take, gets traction on Twitter, when it gets traction on everything else, then it goes into the mainstream media, then it goes into the news cycle. Do you see what I mean? Then everybody, then people pick up on it. Right. Again, this isn't about, I'm not talking about BLM, I'm not talking about any a specific thing, I'm just using it as a, as a hashtag. I see. You're, I'm t- just, you're, you're talking about the full grown process. Yeah, I'm talking about the full grown process. Okay, I'm no, not talk- okay, okay, now I get you. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I should, I should have made that clearer. I'm talking about the whole process from the beginning. I'm not talking about BLM. I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm talking about the whole process. No, I understand the point. Now, when you go yeah. from yeah, you go from hashtag. Okay. Then somebody shares it. Then somebody else. Got, then somebody else shares it, and then it just and then it snowballs over and over until, until somebody in the mainstream catches it. Yeah, until somebody in the mainstream media catches yeah. it. Then it ends up on let's say let's say it ends up on BBC News because something's happened. Yeah. Then it goes into the consciousness of everybody else because this is the mainstream media taking taking it on as an article. Then it goes from there. Yeah. And then this is why I mean with curved thinking. Okay. And then once it gets into the mainstream consciousness, it snowballs from there. There's no um 
you know what I mean? No, like, no I, I get the point. Yeah. Sorry, I would. I should have made that clear. I sorry, it wasn't clear enough. But you. No, no, no. I, I, I get the point in this situation. That's why I was. I was just using BLM as a prominent example. It wasn't about BLM. Yeah. It was just the fact that that's basically the process now. Where if something big happen, if something happens, there are times that it'll, co- it'll come from something very, very small, and then it'll just build and build and build. Yeah. Because people are retweeting, hashtagging, everything else. Yeah. And then it goes from there. <laughs> I think that I, I'm hoping that makes sense to you all. It made a little bit of sense. Okay. Big, like in terms of just the point about the process. That's what I was getting into. Yeah, that's that, what I was going into. I was just using BLM because people uh, know what BLM is. It's not. Again, I'm not going into the movement. All right. All right. I mean, I mean, what, what, what were we say? <laughs> We're talking about Jimmy Carter destroying art. Alright, well, no, what was the actual? You were talking about we were talking about curved thinking and discussion. Oh yes, I know. Oh no, that's right. The only point I was making was about Ukraine in general. Oh yes, that was it. Ukraine. No, that that was it. Yeah, but that's that's all it is. It's just like magnified thinking, but that's really all it is. Like it's not that deep. It's like when we take something and we pick out specific issues that take precedent over the other. And that's something that I just go with Hitler, that's gonna be in that category. And that's been in that category for the whole time. You know what, there are other stuff that we could hit on, but most people never actually do talk about that. And And maybe going forward, that's what we should do. You know what I mean? I think, I just think that maybe that's what we need to do here. We need to do that. And just to give you guys a heads up, just to let you guys know, while I'm talking to you right now, that autistic guy has taken his his third consecutive shit. Fuck you. Literally. I'm not even kidding. You know what? Yeah, here I am. Oh, God. This is is a diuretic. No, 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 no. no. Here I am, trying my best to hold this whole thing together, and this guy keeps going to the goddamn toilet. I can't help it, okay? He's a diuretic. Stop having tea during the podcast the whole time. It's better than alcohol. Yeah, fat fuck. Fuck you. Anyway, okay, anyway. stop having okay, tea all okay. the time. Okay, okay, you've made your point. God damn it. Like, literally. This doesn't happen that often. No, it happens more than you think, people. Anyway. I mean, I mean here I am trying to speak very monotone and speak like this. I'm profound. Ah, yes. And, and here I am trying to, I'm like, why am I trying to do it when this guy's taking another shit? Bear in mind, there are times where you've had to as well. Yes, but I don't do it as much as you do because you keep drinking so much goddamn tea. I'm British. We live on tea, the chase. And I hate to say this, Coronation Street. But no one drinks this much tea. Unless it's Yorkshire tea. Okay, take it easy. I should clarify, I don't like the soaps, but it's a big... Anyway... Take it goddamn okay. easy. Because you're going to keep going to the toilet and you're going to keep leaving these gaps. And from now you, on, from now, just... on, from now on, I'm not going to give you the courtesy. You want to keep punishing yourself with tea. Oh, Every time it. you go to the toilet, I'm going to take the piss. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Okay. Because you're giving me a shit cream, a goddamn paddle. And I think that's fair. I'm not leaving you a sh- up shit without a crap. Yes, a shit cream yes you bloody are. Because there's only so many times I can stretch right, things okay, out without anyway. you present. Okay. Let's just move on. God damn it. Uh, let that be a lesson to you all. Don't drink so much tea before recording something. Yes. Because otherwise you'll end up having the shits. 
<sighs> anyway. I mean, look at me. Literally, I was, you have no idea how monotone I was sounding. I don't think it came up on... Anyway. anyway. I was trying to be very calm and very whatever. And then I'm like, why am I being this calm when you're taking a shit? For the fourth, third time. I wasn't taking a shit. For the third time. I, who thought this? I didn't expect this to be the place we were going to go to, but okay. Anyway, can we move on? Yes, yes, we can move on. So, I, can I, I'm, I'm just going to bring the tone up a little bit, just with something stupid. Actually, you know what? I think I know the perfect topic to do it. That might be, might, we could save that bit for the funnies. Yeah, right. I know. I get ready for this. And let's see how long you can hold it before you use the loo again. Fuck off! He's very flatulent, you know, people. He's yeah. so flatulent! Y- yes, you are. You are oh very flatulent. Oh my flat- god. There are many times where he has farted on the podcast. I haven't! Yes, you have. Do you have to make that? Okay, yes. okay. Yes. Stop, stop. I have tried not. Okay. He has, I haven't thrown thro- the whole of this. I haven't. He has done it so much, I've had to give him a new nickname. Oh, I- fuck off. I called him Sidious Stink Bomb. Fuck off! Underlay, underlay! <laughs> This is, bearing in mind, this is genuine, oh fuck it, just get on with it. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I know I know what he's thinking right now. Just get on with it. Oh shit. But then he's like, if I, and then he'll say it in his head, be like, oh, I need to use the toilet again. Shut up and just get on with it, you fuck. Get on with it. <laughs> oh man. You know what? I'm going to, all right. Cut me some slack, okay? I, I think I, I cut you slack earlier in the podcast. The third time round, I'm like, three strikes and I'm telling the audience. You never warned me. One, you never warned me. Two... I didn't think you'd do it this much. Two, did I have... Hold on, be fair, did I drink any since we started recording? That makes it worse. Anyway, just let's move on. Yes. <sighs> I, Oh, God. I don't like being serious, people. I like being whimsical. I like it. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. And this motherfucker had to make me go, yes. So, anyway, I think it's very horrible what is happening here. And I think we need to do more. See, see, I don't like talking like that. You motherfucker. This is my voice that I like to do. Okay, so talk normally and let's move on. All right, all right. Do we agree? You'll get your flatulence and your toilet habits... You're not about to do it again! No, I'm not. You better... No, no, no. Oh, God. I'm having a drink. Oh, dear God. No. 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 Well, I can't drink it yet. It's fucking boiling hot. He's actually... Seriously, you're about to shit bricks. I'm not going to shit bricks. Get on with it. Get on with it. Just to clarify, he's poured the milk in and he's drinking more tea. I'm British. What do you want? Anyway, let's get on with it. Yes, you're British, but you're also human. Just get on with it's it. It's like you forgot. Literally, he's going to... You know what? I dare you to go to the toilet again. Fucking... I, I, I fucking dare you. Just get on with it. <laughs> I dare you. You yes. go to the toilet, I am going to have a field day with this. You're going to hold it. You understand? He's going to have a day at the pond if I go again. I'm telling you now. You are holding it for the rest of the show. Fine. There's I no- should clarify that he is literally just making a joke at my expense. Yes. And it's very well deserved. You don't leave your co-host up shit creek without a fucking paddle. I actually went up piss creek without a paddle. But anyway. <laughs> Alright. Just let's move on. 
Alright, alright. Bear in mind, it's not that bad. He's literally just over-exaggerating for the sake of humor. No, I'm not. You've got that for the third time, and you're now drinking it again, and you're like, I've gone for a fourth. I've said I'm holding it in, alright? Anyway. You better. Anyway. Alright, anyway, here we go. Let's do the, let's just do the funnies to move, at least bring some humor back. Oh, no, no. This, this, this is too good to be in the funnies, but it's fucking funny in its own right. Oh, uh, is this what I think it is? Yeah. Go on. Here we go. Here's the thing. Get ready for this. A conservative dating app will cease to exist. Yeah, well, to be fair, there are dating apps for many different things. You have the Jewish dating app. You have the Muslim yes. dating app. You have yes. the Christian dating app. Yes. You have the gay. Yes. You have the straight. Yes, but but they're about to end this one for a reason. And get ready. Brace yourself for this. It folded. The reason why this app is about to be shut down is because it failed to attract women. <sighs> what is that? <laughs> a conservative dating app is shutting down because it failed to attract women. Oh, oh, oh it, gets, just... it, it, it gets better. Let me let me clarify this right now. Let me give you some other details that will enlighten you. When they started this whole thing, they actually said to, to all the women, you get premium membership automatically. And for the men, you actually have to pay. They made that very clear. And guess what? They gave every advantage to the women and they still can't get them in. <laughs> there are weirder dating apps out there. Oh my god. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, you do know there is an autistic dating app out there. I know. And I believe they're making one for Down Syndrome as well. I know, you showed me. No, it's in, I haven't traded. I haven't, as far as I know, it's, called, it's going to be called, it's called, no, it's no, called no. The Upside of Dating. No, no, no. You, well, you, you showed me the autistic day. And no, the, down, the one for Down Syndrome. Oh, not the Down Syndrome. I'm calling it Dating Upwards. Whoops, I give it away. Yes, that's right. That autistic guy is single. Fuck off. He's single, ladies. And he's ready to mingle. But however, if he's drinking tea, he's gonna Stop not, it! He's not gonna be spending much time with you because he'll be too busy in the toilet. Will you stop Anyway, back to dating. Yes. So here's the thing about this whole thing. I'm not surprised one bit that this thing failed. I am not shocked. And and I'll tell you why. Why? Because we gotta be honest about it. When we sit, and, and this is something that we have to, you know what, you know, before I say my piece on it, what do you think hearing about it? I don't know enough to make any comment. All I know is it's a, date, a conservative dating app that folded. Do you think conservative dating apps are sound investments? No, I don't think dating apps that are very specific are solid investments. Why do you say that? I'll give you, a, I think before I say my piece, I'll let you say yours. What do you think? I don't think having apps based on uh, specific, on specific genres, i.e. Your kosher dating app, your Muslim dating app, your conservative dating app, your Christian dating app, your autistic dating app. To name us a few, I don't think that I don't think that's the way forward. If you want to have one encompassing app where you could separate it, that makes sense. But I don't think separating it is a good idea because then let's say hypothetically, you have to pay a membership fee, right? Because we all know with a lot of these, you have to pay to be seen to be seen more, right? I mean, take one of them. You have to pay. You have to pay a membership to see how many times you've been liked. Yeah. It's going to get to the point. It's going to get to the point where you are basically paying as much, uh, paying for all of these at the same amount as you would for, like, side, I don't know, a Sky subscription. Yeah. And it's a bit. I'm, I'm not criticizing. And again, I'm not criticizing. I want to make it very clear. I'm not criticizing competition. It's just there has to be a reason. Just because oh, we can make money from this isn't it, to me isn't good enough. Can I be honest with you when I say this? 
I think there has to be more to it. As in, you have to give the people something. I, I actually strongly disagree with that completely. And I mean really disagree because we've seen that that is false. No, I'm talking about oversaturation. No, no, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is the reason why I disagree with your point is because your whole point about how it shouldn't be separated is false because clearly everyone else's one seems to be working out. It's just conservative dating apps that don't work out. And it's not hard to see why. I haven't seen the liberal ones. No, I, the liberal ones, most liberals don't really need to go there. They could go on the normal dating apps. We, we're not the ones looking for a safe space on this stuff. I can't disagree. And here's the thing. The reason why you look at why conservative dating apps don't work is because, and this is something that we have to acknowledge with conservative men, that we have to be honest about, which is that you guys have a stigma. Which is? Which is, and I'm talking in the mind of modern women. I'm not saying these are my opinions. I'm not saying these are your opinions. And this may not even be the opinions of people listening to this podcast. I'm just putting the genuine consensus. Go on. There is something about conservative men that is a like they, that is considered very off-putting towards women and they look at you guys to a point where they go there's a level of authority desperation it's like i remember well, you're saying it doesn't happen on the left either but women are more likely to give conser- like liberal men a chance hmm. and we've got to be honest about that and the thing is i remember kanye west said it best in his Drink Champs interview where he pointed out one thing, where he, when he talked about wearing the MAGA hat. And, he's, and I'm paraphrasing him, but he said his wife at the time, Kim Kardashian, said, take that shit off, that small dick energy. Speaking of, speaking of which, uh, just on a quick side note, have you seen uh, Chappelle's uh, SNL monologue? I, I have seen it, yeah. I haven't yet. Any good? It's, it's good. Fair enough. Um, it, sorry, it was just a no, thought. Why yeah, you said that? But I'm saying there was a stigma with conservative men where it's kind of like, let's be honest, a lot of the values you guys seem to have, modern women would just not go for, and you have to consider that. And, mm. and and it's like, for example, there are conservative men who are like, women should like women won't date me because I'm conservative. Women won't do it, and I'm like, here you are talking about the left, the liberals, the left, always talking really like victims while acting like a victim yourself. I don't think political opinion should dictate whether you get a girlfriend or not. Mm. I think if you're going to have sex with someone, it'd be because of what you because you like them, not because of their political leanings. Sex is different to a relationship, though. Well, not really. You have no. to be in a relationship to have sex. No. No, no. You can have sex with someone without being in a relationship. You can. We call them. We call that person Mila Kunis. She's in a relationship. You've seen friends with benefits. Oh yeah. See, look at you updating your references. No, Sorry. but it's no. It's been rattling me about this for a while because I don't, because I've, I've really got to work because I keep making boomer jokes, apparently. And he's not even a boomer. And I will get to that another. But he, he, here's the thing about this whole subject: is the fact that, and I'm trying, and I'm trying to find the right way to say it without, without being offensive here. Just say it. But it's just the fact that when you have that perception, it's like a level of desperation where it's like, you say politics, when it comes to having sex with someone or a one night stand, sure, maybe that shouldn't matter. It's like, do you find them attractive? Yes, no, cool. But the moment it's a relationship, that's different because you have to spend the, like- The rest of your life. Yeah, that's a little bit different. And it's like, if your beliefs aren't correlating with each other, that doesn't work. And it's like with con- that's why seventy five percent of most first re- most relationships fail. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. So you look at it from that perspective, 
and you look at how conservative they're conducting themselves, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll Sorry, let me rephrase that. 75% of relationships fail. Yeah. That sounded really weird. 75% yeah. of both relationships. Yeah. But I want to say one more thing that we don't actually discuss very often. Here or generally? Generally and here and generally. Okay. Which is this. And this is a reality with conservative men that we've got to be honest. So like when you look at men and women today, mm-hmm. what are the differences? Like men, we have our egos. We also have a penis. Yes, but we. But I'm talking from an emotional perspective. Well, for like for us, it's our egos. Let's be honest. Yes, I and, can't disagree. And for women, it is their emotions. What is the one thing? Well, that's the estrogen. Yes, but what's the one thing conservative men absolutely lack into an alarming rate? Emotion. Empathy. Not necessarily. Y- yes, you do. You lack it. No, that's Empathy. because I'm autistic. No, no, no. That's the conservatism kicking in. Mm. You, you don't need, you don't need, you, you don't need to be autistic to not be empathetic. That's the conservatism kicking in. No, I'm just saying a lot of people on the spectrum aren't empathetic. No, anyway. no, but no, they are. But it's like it depends how it's. No, it's not. But it's not as empathetic as let's say uh, I don't know James O'Brien. No, but the thing is, when it comes down to it, it's a, such a lack of empathy, and it's like it's to an alarming rate with conservative men. <laughs> Where you, when you're talking about women and their emotions, they want men who can at least, like, mm. and, and I'm trying to find the right word here, acknowledge people's humanity, and a lot of conservative beliefs go against that. And you have to be honest about that. I'm not saying they don't. Like, for example, when we talk about the migrant crisis here in the right, UK. Right, okay, you're talking about, all oh, right, you're talking about general consensus. Yeah, but okay. I'm t- talking about general consensus here. Like, if we talk about the migrant crisis, you can have an issue with the migrant crisis all your life. Again, I, I again, I want to make this very clear if you're listening for the first time. No, but before, before if you are here legally, that's fine. It's the illegals that are my problem. Let me finish. Yep. My only point here is when it comes down to it, if you can't even muster up, a human sort of a thread go, you know what? I might disagree with the legal or illegal. Whatever your argument is on that is your argument on that. But if you kind of muster up any form of compassion for somebody who maybe is coming from a hard situation, you don't know. You don't keep up with current events around the world. So how the fuck do you know? Is that a war in France? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me finish my point. Okay. And then here they are. They come here, sleep on the floors... In some cases, have their human rights taken away from them, and then the icing, and and the icing on top of the shit cake. Some of them go through the process legally afterwards, become legal, and still get forced to keep there. If you kind of muster up like any compassion at all, that is a turn off to most women. Um, can I just say one thing on that? Just while because it's next week. Yeah, you do know in Qatar they've actually paid. They're basically be putting what's basically debt debt bondage. I know. And just for those for those of you for those of you who don't know, there are people who've ended up going to Qatar, who many of which died during the uh, during the building. Yeah. Because they were treated like absolute absolute horrible shit. Yes. It was disgusting. I think if I remember right, it came from like Pakistan and Nepal. Yeah. And they ended up having to pay the people who got them the job. Yeah. Then, then they couldn't go. They were basically stuck there the whole time. They were stopped from going back when the pandemic happened. Yeah. And what's even worse than that was when the um, when the earthquake happened, the Haiti earthquake. Yeah. I think it was Haiti. Um, during that, and I think the floods in Pakistan, they were give, they weren't allowed to go back and check on their families. Yeah, that's shitty, man. That's shitty. 
Yeah, but but do you see what I mean here? I'm just saying. I'm now, just saying there are. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But the point I'm trying to make to you here is the fact that I only picked that out as an example. Oh no, I'm just saying as a point. Yes, yes. But they the, deserve help. Yes, but the bigger point that I'm making here is is the fact that with conservatives in general, a common thread seems to be a real lack of empathy, and that is a huge issue when it comes down to it because a lot and and it's like the other part of it. But then that, but then when you get to that point, you're going to sit there as an open border policy. We don't want an open border policy. No, no, but no, but that's not the point I'm making. I'm saying you can have your legal and political opinions, but if you can't even acknowledge someone's humanity, that is where you reach a point where you go, yeah, that's a bit of an issue, and that is yeah. a turn off to women. It just is. Um, that's up to that's up to them. Yeah, but that's the All thing. Women though. have their kinks. Yeah, but at the same time. Some women like authoritarianism. I don't know. Yeah, but that's. I the don't thing. know what to tell you. I'm saying most modern women. That's a turn off to them. And okay. conservative men will always blame them. But I'm like, no. Look at yourself, motherfucker. Just for a minute, like really think about it. Not everything is. And here's the other part with conservative men that I'm gonna say right now, which is this: a lot of them complain about SJW politics, how the world's gone woke, and yet they look at everything from a political lens. If you go out seeking it, like there are many times where I see conservative men, all they do is talk about politics. And I, if I go on a date with a woman most of the time, you know what the two things I don't talk about is? For, for the, uh, what was it, the uh, on the 100? Ha! <laughs> fair play. Nah, that's Although it. to be fair, if you really love each other, don't you want to play footsie 100? Ha! All right, I'll give you that, you're two for two. I actually got two for two. Yes, yeah, yeah you got two for two, good, good for you. I actually did funny. Yes, you did a funny. But anyway, as I say, the two, yeah, sorry, the two things I'll avoid on a first date is politics and sport. I avoid them like... Unless she brings it up, I avoid it like the plague. It's just a lot easier. To be fair, though, you would talk about sport because you don't, because the thing is, a lot of people might want to talk about... Because the thing I found is a lot of women want to know if you... What, what will, know, want to know, will want to know what happens if you're like the last men on Earth. Yeah. And what would happen to the Thunderdome? Ha! Alright, fair play. I'm just saying. Ah, but do you see what I mean here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, all the time, conservative men can't seem to get out of the political echo chamber. And you can say what you want about liberal men. We are at least capable of having a non-political conversation. To an extent, we are as well. No, you're not. Because, like, because how many times... Like, you're the same guy... Who once went on a rant, and I'm only saying this because this is a private. Go- Fuck off! No, 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 who once had a complaint because you ordered something no. over the phone no. and then eventually no. what happened was oh god he, he got so angry no, at the person me, okay, over me, the no, phone no, 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 no. let me say what i said let me say what i said go on just for the no, no no let's see if he tells the truth <laughs> so go on let's just let's from the beginning okay so i ordered something from ikea yes and there were no screwed i know he got screwed Twenty. yeah basically he got and he got screwed by not getting screwed and go ahead pulled up yeah because it was delivered thinking, yeah, they'll send it for the next day or something. They said it could take up to two weeks. Yes. Now, being pissed off as I was, I had somebody who was talking to me like she was Diane Abbott. Who she says was? that? 
Shut up a minute. Who so said what I that? said was, so what I said was, because she was talking to me in a very condescending way, I, tu- I turned around and I said, look, we are not at a Labour conference. Don't talk to me like you're dying, Abbott. Again, you, you guys are hearing this guy. Who in the real world says that? Unless you're talking to a conservative. Just bear in mind, I was extremely pissed at the time. Yes, but the fact, this is my point right there. That is a turn off to most women. Because Have you not noticed that most people do funny stuff when they're pissed off? Yes, but they don't sit there and compare it to a goddamn labour conference. No. Boring fuck. <laughs> like, seriously. She was talking to me like she was fucking dying Abbott. Even if I'm angry, I would never sit here and say, hey, this sounds like a conservative conference. I didn't say that. I said, we're not at a labour conference. Don't talk to me like you're dying but Abbott. again, this is the point. It's the fact that conservatives are so <sighs> down the political rabbit hole. Some people don't want to talk politics on a first date. I wasn't doing it specifically because no, it, I wasn't doing it specifically because it was political. No, I was just th- doing it because it was shit to do. Yes, but, but 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 the thing is, and the thing was, I just want I just want to say one thing. He made that sound like it was bad. He nearly pissed himself laughing. It was fucking hilarious, but it was hilarious for all the wrong reasons. If something makes you laugh, it makes you laugh for the right reasons. This was kind of a little bit different. No, anyway, but but, but the, the point I'm making here is conservatives keep on saying they don't want politics to be involved, but they always go seeking it out. And it's like some people sometimes just want to sit down and chill. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's the problem. I'm with, not disagreeing with conservatives. That seems impossible for you guys to do. Not necessarily. Like it, I mean, you and I, we've got to know each other. We can switch it off. But most people, most conservatives, in most places, you could, yeah. If it's most just. In most surface level things, it's too hard. I'm going to be honest with you. Most conservatives just can't seem to do it. And this is why I've shocked him. Yeah. Like, to the point where he... Like, when we first met... You were so far down the rabbit hole. So were you. Not really. You thought... You thought all Brexiteers were racist until you met Meg. I'd say... I I thought most. I didn't think... Okay. But you had your preconceptions. Yeah, as did I. We've both done. We've both done yeah, things on either side. No, no, we have to be fair. I will give you that. <coughs> but sorry, but anyway, but the point's still there. Anyway, yeah. but but again, but do you see the point I'm trying to make to you here? If you got, if you don't miss, don't you tell you not to look, sound like don't talk like Diane Abbott. Then don't fucking talk like Diane Abbott. No, That's no, no, but my point to you is, yes, I get the point. Not everything has to be about politics. And to conservatives, it's to a point where everything becomes about politics with them. Okay, no, I won't disagree. And that's the thing. And some women don't want to talk about that on a first date. That's fine. They don't. And and look... You know know what the best line is is on your first date? Go on. What's your choice of hedge fund? (laughs) Ah. There you go. I'm three for three. Yeah. But here's here's the other part about this. Uh, so like, but here's the other part that I find this so interesting. Do you know who actually owns this dating net site that actually? Was I'm going to assume it's the Donald. No, no. The person who owns the dating site. By the way, it was called the Right Stuff. By the way, the person who owns the app is Peter Thiel, who is a non who's a known conservative, who wait for it, is openly gay. Ta-da! There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that in theory, but if you're going to have a conservative app, they don't exactly promote gay relationships on that app, do they? Yeah, they do. No, no, they don't. 
Wait, you're talking about Americans, right? No, I'm talking about the the app that he paid yeah, for. Yeah, you're talking about Americans, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah, talking about okay, the app okay, he right. paid for that he made happen, put into put out there for the whole for the All whole right. country to see. Alright. There was no options for gay couples at any point, even though he's an openly gay man. Okay. Uh, I get that. Um Like it's very fact, like this was a failure on so many lands. And you know what? I'm just gonna say this now to conservative men. Liberal women don't have to. Do. In fact, there are conservative women. Is that, you know, I'll say, this, why is it that conservative men are always complaining about liberal women when there are conservative women that exist? I don't know. Do you, did you see what I mean? No, here? I get the point. I get the point. Like, what? Let me ask you, why do you think that is? I don't know. I'm not being pedantic. I really don't know. Why are you chasing after women that, will, that wouldn't want to go for you because of your values? Well, I'm not chasing after women. No, not you specifically. I'm talking in a general sense. Because mm. I know I know it's because it's a common thread, and they're like, "You have to, like, you should get to know me." I'm like, "No, we don't." Can we leave that on a on a thought on a cliffhanger just for thought? Because I don't have an answer. At all? No. Okay. I mean, we we can leave it as a thought provoke. Yeah. Uh, as a thought bubble thingy. Yeah. But yeah, but but it, I... but it is an interesting point. No, I'm not disagreeing. And just to end on the funnies... Actually, wait, there is one more thing to touch on, isn't there? All right. Yeah, actually, you're on second force. We can wrap it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, and just for the funnies. So, you know, beginning of the Holocaust, Act. Yeah. What would you, you know, if you're going to do something, you know, what was thought to be the beginning of the Holocaust? Yes. Not something you'd think to celebrate, would you? Of course not. You know, if you KFC, if you KFC, it is, it is. KFC have apologised after a German Krustenack to po- promotion. Ha! KFC have apologised after sending a promotional message to its customers in Germany, urging them to commemorate Krustenack with cheesy chicken. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. The message, uh, what was it? The message was heavily criticised for its insensitivity and was later blamed on, quote, an error in our system. Yeah. It's like it's like with it's like with uh, PayPal. They they had to go through lawyers to do this. It wasn't an accident. Yeah. But they said the fast food chain sent a sent an app alert on Wednesday saying, "quote It's Memorial Day for Christenacht. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken now at KF Cheese." Ha! I, I just they have said we are very very we are very sorry. Uh, and we will and we will check our internal processes immediately. So this does not happen again. Please excuse the error. Yes. The message is reported to have said. Well, what they did was was not finger licking good. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's yeah. just stupid. No, it's, 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 it's very tone deaf. Like it was very tone deaf on it, especially being the German KFC. Like they should at least. You know, know what they should? No, you know, if they're going to do that, you know what they should have done? Yeah. How the Colonel? Hedge. Oh, uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? They should have just started. They should have just done. Why, 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 why am I more bothered about this than you? Because it's so stupid. It is so stupid. You can't help but laugh. Like I'm not going to sit there and have outrage over this. Like I could sit there and be outraged, but what's it going to do? It was just a stupid thing to happen. Uh, uh, uh. Do you know what I mean? If they, if I think about saying they turned, did a thing saying, you know. Hail the Colonel, yeah. celebrate Crystal Knack with cheesy chicken. I'm not exactly going to sit there and have a hissy fit over it. It was funny. Stupid. Stupid, but funny. 
basically, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way they could have made it worse. If KFC were like, hey, celebrate Crystal Nut this summer with some cheesy chicken. And they end it with, ba-da-da-da-da. No, I'm loving it. That's McDonald's. I know. That's the oh, I think. Really? What a way to ruin my joke. Yeah, thanks for that. No, it just didn't put. I didn't get that. But anyway. Okay, well, now I have to give myself the wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I'm sorry for ruining it. But anyway, until the next. But until the next time, I, I've been your autistic guy. I've been the Somali John. Hail the Colonel. Enjoy your cheesy chicken. And please don't die. Yeah, please don't die. We really need the listeners. Really need the listeners. Until then. Yes. And stop drinking and don't drink tea all the time because you'll end up taking shits like this guy. It was a piss. Sure it was. Anyway. Sure it was, Colonel. Bye for now. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 